Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I hope that the podcast finds you well. As always, thank you for allowing Authentic Conversation with Kim to be a part of your day. As I say, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, but you know chocolate is good. So I have, y'all know me already, um, been watching this situation play out in regards to Will Smith and Chris Rock, right? But it's really like Will Smith. And you guys know, as you listen over the last few years, it's very seldom that I speak specifically about entertainers because I'm not trying to get a plug or anything like that. Um, And the fact is they're people too. So you just really like just can take their scenarios and transition, you know what I'm saying, to other people. So you don't really have to say names specifically. Um, However, because the situation is just so out there, it's just out there in regards to... Um, again, another situation where it divides people as to who's on whose side, what was right, what was wrong, da 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 What I will say is that the consensus that I've heard so far is that Chris Rock, you know, was very dignified and handled it, handled the situation like a man, handled the situation in regards to, you know, the platform where he was and so on and so forth. And, you know, even when you look at it, he saw it coming. He stood there. He took it for whatever it was. And, again, I don't really know all the ins and outs in regards to how he, um, we know he wasn't pressing charges um, because we don't call the cops. You know what I'm saying? Um, For the most part. And, you know, so, and his brother is hot about it. He's so hot about it. Um, And then, again, it's so funny because Well, first, let me go back. This is my thought. This is why people ain't invited to certain places because people ain't got no behaviors. That's one. And it looks bad, right, to a certain degree. However, I think that we need to be able to make the distinctions and do the separations and stop generalizing, which we do. We can't help ourselves. You know, one bad apple spoils the whole kind of bunch kind of thing. So that's unfortunate. Um, Ironically, there has been a history um, with, Chris Rock and his comedic um, preposition or pro, pro, yeah position on um, talking about Jada Smith and the fact that they had actually boycotted the Oscars a few years ago, which I find very interesting that they would boycott it because again they were saying that you know blacks weren't being acknowledged so on and so forth. Although we have a history of blacks being acknowledged, not in the magnitude that we want to see or that we want, but it's also known that they don't have that many roles in certain in certain degrees too. So it's kind of like a balance. You understand what I'm saying? Kind of like it balances itself out somehow, some way. Irrespective, you boycott. And you feel some kind of way, and yet and still now in this year, it's okay, we not boycott no more because we've been invited, right? I guess. And that's what he said. Um, well, Chris Rock has said something comedian when he hosted before on the 88th one. So I have been looking 
um, in doing my research and stuff like that in regards to what happened and what's being said, we do know that Will Smith has resigned from the Oscars and we know that they're still making a decision as to what he can and cannot do or what, you know, I guess when you leave, like it's supposed to be done, but obviously it's not done. It hurts me to say, I thought about Potiphar's wife and how Potiphar's wife is in the Bible with Joseph. Joseph had been, you know, put in slavery. He went through a whole big ordeal or whatever. And he was in a room with Potiphar's wife, and which I guess you're never supposed to be in a room by yourself with somebody that's not your spouse or whatever. Anyway, and she made an accusation towards him. No, that's not right. She made a play towards him. He rejected it. She then made an accusation saying that he actually did make a play for her, which he didn't. Potiphar comes in, he believes his wife, and he takes her, takes him, and then he throws him in jail, so on and so forth. So it's just that story right there. Then I think about the other, who is it? Um, oh my goodness. The girl who the the girl who danced for the king. I can't think of his name right now. The girl who danced for the king and they had John the Baptist in jail. The mother, and I've talked about this before and I talked about it probably during Mother's Day. But the mother, the girl danced for the king. The king told her that she can have anything in the kingdom or she can have whatever she wanted. And instead of her asking for something that she wanted, she asked for something that her mother wanted. And her mother wanted John the Baptist's head because John the Baptist had been telling her or saying that she was doing something wrong or whatever, whatever. And so she couldn't handle it. So she wanted John the Baptist's head. So I think about that. When we say that love makes us do crazy things, I thought about, um, what is it? Al Green. Um, love and make you do right. Love and make you do wrong. Love and make you come home early. Love and make you stay out all night long. And when you think about the facets of people's relationships, somebody has said too that, you know, their relationship has been public from the inception. Then you have the red table, which made it even more public. And so there's a lot going on there and they're living their lives literally out loud publicly. And once you do that, it does open it up for scrutiny, right? Granted, nobody's opinion really has weight because those are the two people that's going to decide what it is that they're going to do in their relationship. So we're all saying what we would do or I wish I would or that's crazy or how could he or how could she and stuff like that. We all get to say that. And, but we don't have a final say on what happens. We can surmise what will happen. You know, I think that it's, it's bad that it happened. I will say this too. Will Smith was tight in that suit though. He was, he, he was, he rocked that suit. I'm, I'm going, ain't nobody talk about that. So I'll probably be the first person to talk about it. He was clean as the board of health, you know, with that vest and that, he was clean. He was sharp. 
And it's ironic that he, you know, felt the need like he could just walk up on stage. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I know he knew he was nominated. I don't know if I don't know if they know if they won or not. I just know they nominated. I don't know, you know, what the actual information that they have. Um, so I guess it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a surprise if you knew and then I don't know. But anyway, so one could look at it as a lot of arrogance, you know, lack of accountability, lack of check and balance in regards to emotions or whatever, because everybody said, and we saw it, we saw the video, it's on tape, you can rewind it, that he laughed, you know, and so you laugh at something, but then you say, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have laughed, and that wasn't right, and now he takes this action that again, and everybody, I see the consensus on this, that you don't get to put your hands on anybody, like, Regardless of what they say out their mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you to put your hands on somebody? And so that is a problem. But I did also think in an inception of me finding out what happened and seeing what happened was like comedians, that's their job is to tell jokes, right? That's what they do for a living. And most of them have said, you know, it's taking real life stuff and aiming to make humor out of it. Or taking situations in order to lighten the load kind of thing on people. And laughter, quote unquote, biblically is good medicine. And so it's sad that... Pardon me, guys. I was interrupted for a moment. But I was saying it's sad that freedom of speech is slowly, slowly, slowly being taken away from people. Or thought is being taken away from people or voicing their opinions or voicing, you know, a situation of concern that is being taken away is being silent. You know, for someone to be able to not be able to say what it is that they feel or what they think, again, outside of not physically harming somebody or attempting to harm anybody or being malicious or anything like that. I don't think that he was being malicious, but again, I don't know Chris Rock's thought behind his joke or whatever it was. I saw somebody else say, you know, well, he could have waited. He could have, you know, took him aside or whatever. You know, you have somebody talking about defending um, their spouse and everything, but again, it has to make sense. It has to make sense. And the defending part really doesn't make sense to me. I think that he was defending his own personal masculinity based on the things that we've saw play out over the last few years, right? Um, saying that he's a man and therefore, you know, people revert back to physical contact, if you will, and or yelling, you know, to voice themselves to say, I am here. You know what I'm saying? Like the who's, I am here, I am here, I am here. And so I think it was more on, I'm a man and, you know, irregardless of what anybody say or what was said or what was done, I'm still a man. And I think that's what that was. I don't think it was in defense of his wife. I don't think it was anything other than that personally. But again, I could be wrong. 
Another thing that is really difficult for me, and I apologize for this now, we're dealing with people who get paid to act. They know how to turn it on. They know how to turn it off. They know how to smile. They know how to not smile. They know how to do it at a drop of a hat. And so, no offense, it's just like, why we got all this emotion right now? And then after the emotion, it's like nothing ever even happened. Like, you go and you party and you photograph and everything. Like, you didn't even excuse yourself for the night. And this is the thing, too. I, to my understanding, um, Will Smith was axed, axed, Asked to leave, asked to leave um, the environment. And he opted not to leave. He said he wasn't going to leave. And I guess they didn't want to make a scene or whatever and grab him up out of his seat. Because that's what, what a, like, you got to go. Like, what do we do that at? Like, what do we assault people or hurt people or um, yell at people? And then we get to sit calmly in an environment and like nothing happened, nothing happened. So that was weird. But I also know that because it's been 90s and they've never experienced this before, they probably, everybody was in shock, scrambling as to what we do. And so they kind of let it play out. Just like Chris Rock, he was so dignified. You know, he said what he said and he moved on. And again, he did the turn of a cheek. And I talked about this the other day. Everybody is not doing turn of a cheek. And people are tick, tick, time bombs. I don't care what position we find ourselves in because it's a lot going on. And granted, his emotion and his feelings and all that stuff could have been very well legitimate, right? And then they talked about, you know, when you at your highest, that's when Satan tries to bother you or stuff. And so again, then we ascribing him to being a Christian, Right. Do he believe in Jesus that I don't know? You know what I'm saying? Because um, I don't know if the devil bother people who are not Christians. I think he uses those people who are not Christians. But I don't know. I could be wrong. A-C-W-K-I-M at Outlook.com. I could be wrong. So I don't know. Because now you don't brought faith into it and what his practices are. Which I've never seen him make any exclaims. To Christianity, I've never made, heard him make any exclaims to faith, but I haven't heard all his stuff, um, his commentaries, his interviews, or anything like that. You have people who say that he won't be able to live this down. And they may be right. You know what I'm saying? I talked about Doubt and Thomas before. You know, he doubted one time and that's all we know him for is Doubt and Thomas. Not that he saw Jesus, saw his hands, saw his feet, believed him, saw his pierced side, and then he believed God. Nobody talks about that part. And so it's sad that he would come so far and then make a spectacle and this is the thing, too, we have to be careful because, and we've been guilty of it. We raise people up and we put them on this pedestal. And then when they do one thing wrong or they do something wrong, then we take them off the pedestal 
and then we're scrutinizing their behavior and their actions as if they never did anything good at all, which again is not the greatest. It's not good that we as humanity act like this amongst each other. For them to have boycotted, and a lot of people boycotted the Oscars. And it was about this black thing, so that was another thing too. You know, when you keep talking about black on black crime and all this stuff and genocide and all this stuff that we hurt each other with no recourse, with no feelings, because we know had it been probably any other race up there or any other person up there, he probably wouldn't even went that route. He wouldn't even thought about it. And so there's a couple of dynamics in this that's there that, you know, we have to be able to pull out and, 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 and put back together. And again, it could be a distraction from all the stuff else, all the other stuff that's going on, you know, um, but this is real life. It's his life, but it's real life, you know. And again, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it was staged or, you know, I thought it was staged until I realized it wasn't staged, you know. And again, he got the he got the award. They gave it to him. Should they have given it to him that night and now you want to take it away? Like, why give it to him in that moment of time and now you want to take it away? You know what I'm saying? But again, it could have been because everybody was scrambling and we was like, let's just let it play out. I just think it's a, of course, it's just a not nice situation. I'm sorry for all people that's involved, you know. And again, you like somebody's work. You like their entertainment, you know. You like their ability. And they do. They have to show up every time. Every time. And the one moment that they don't show up for us, now we ready to throw them under the bus and be done with them. You know, and that's hard. That's that's not nice either. And I think that we have to do better. I'm not condoning violence by no means. Like, don't put your hands on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I don't put my hands on you. You know what I mean? Especially as adults. Like, I say that too. We're all grown. But I think too that some of these people who have rocked with him, and that's a pun, right? Some people who have rocked with him and, you know, been in his company and wanted to meet him and stood with him and all this other stuff. Now you talking crazy because, again, as it has been said, but for the grace of God, go I. And people have a tendency to get on a real high horse because it's not them. And you on the outside looking in and you have a platform and you get to say what you want to say. But I always, you know, advise us as I aim to be very careful, right? Very careful because the tapes are always rolling. And for me personally, I had somebody say, you know, it's not so much. And I think a comedian also has said this, you know, it's not so much of being in public of what is seen, but what's seen, what you doing in private. Ain't nobody talking about that. Or the fact that you may not have physically 
assaulted somebody, but you are verbally assaulting somebody. We don't talk about that. But I wanted to, you know, say my thoughts about it only because it was just like, wow, it was a wow moment. And I'm, you know, following up from that. It was a wow moment. But he was sharp, though. I tell you that he was sharp and he was smooth when he walked away. You know what I'm saying? He was smooth. And then, you know, people talk about, you know, it's so funny when people talk about what I would have did. What I would have did. We don't know. You don't know. Most of the time, I think, you know what I think about? I think about um, Set It Off. And in the movie, and I think I talk about this before, too, because that was a good movie. I saw it like way after everybody else saw it. But anyway, I saw it nonetheless. And in the movie, the girl in the bank. I keep getting interrupted. So the girl in the bank and while she in the bank, they come to rob the bank. And they rob the bank. She gives them the money. And so when the, detect the detectives come in after and they're sitting with her, they say, what is protocol? What is protocol? Why didn't you follow protocol? Why didn't you follow protocol? He's like, what is protocol? She said, you draw for the right hand clip. And she can repeat protocol. It's in her. She knows it. She went to training, everything. And now when the moment presents itself, she's shocked and she's stunned. And she's like, he had a gun in my face. And it changed everything. So then he says, oh, well, she's in cahoots. But she wasn't in cahoots. It's just that training did not align with the reality. And I think that's what we need to work on. If you're telling me I need to turn the other cheek, if you're telling me that, you know, you watch as well as pray, you're telling me, you know, to be ye also ready, you're telling me, you know, um, don't cast your pearls to swine, you're telling me, you know, all these things that I need to do, and when the time comes, that's wisdom, right, which is knowledge and application, information and application, and that means all the time. Because apparently we don't present grace to people when they're not on their best. When they're not 100%. When, you know, they're slacking or they fall or, you know, they falter. And then don't get me wrong because I get that there's consequences to our actions, to our decisions. Right, we don't run rogue, we don't, you know, have no um accountability, we don't live in that way because then that means we're barbaric, and then that means that anything goes and it becomes anarchy. So, I get that, and so we have to find wisdom in these situations and you know, again, call on help in our times of need, you know what I'm saying. In regards to dealing with each other and dealing in these environments that seem to be really lofty and really big and, you know, has this great expectation. 
And it just made me think scripture says to whom much is given, much is required. And I think this is where we are right now. This man has achieved so much. And he has been held to a high standard. And it may have gotten heavy on him. From the left, from the right, from all sides. And because he didn't have people, unfortunately, during the fact, holding him up. They came in in the midst of after the fact. Then he had a moment of weakness. And again, on the other side is... You know, if we were in the streets, and I love the way um P. Diddy, he came, he was like, we going to sell this, you know, in the other room, like family and everything. I, that was a nice icebreaker. I I, I really um, thought that was cute. But in the streets, and you do have people that really feel like you can't be touched. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's how, that's the street mentality. Like, oh, you acting like you can't be touched. I don't think that that was Chris Rock's um, mode of operanda. And so even in that, like we're grown now. We're not in the streets anymore. You know, we we aim to be dignified and stuff like that. But but for the grace of God, go I. But for the grace of God, go you. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm calling us to have some accountability. Be able to vent to people who are going to help you to vent and not act out your vents. You know what I'm saying? Um, somebody to say, nah, baby, chill. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it ain't worth it. You know, don't do that. You know, it's not okay. And no, you don't want to hear it at the time, but when you listen and they able to bring you back, like how you can't bring me back from the ledge. You know what I'm saying? Like how you can't will me in if you did you see that I'm acting, you know, unseemly or I'm acting out of order because I'm sure Something was said prior to him getting up and walking up on that stage. I don't think that he just got up and walked. And even if he just got up and walked, like, yo, where you going? <laughs> like, what you doing? Like, if you don't sit your bum bum down, like, where was all of that? Or maybe you felt, okay, well, I can't control the situation. It's out of my hand or I done set it into effect and I'm going to let it play out. So those are kind of things that I'm looking at and I'm thinking about. You understand what I mean? Like, where is that yo, dude? Like, if you don't sit down right now, like, you're doing too much. You know what I'm saying? You know me, you're doing too much. And you did the most. Like, you really, really did the most. And so since everybody's talking about it, I thought I would chime in. And talk about it. Please pardon my um, two interruptions. But I was glad I was able to keep the thought. You know, I'm going to listen to it and see if it's a flow. Um, and that's the thing. I was doing something earlier today. And I kept on having these little interruptions. And so I bond and rebuke interruptions right now in the name of Jesus. Like, I don't have time. We want to flow, 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 flow. I do pray that you guys are all well. We are now in April. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like our Christmas, but not because now it is um, Palm Sunday is coming. Um, Good Friday is coming. And Resurrection Sunday is coming. And we'll, I call it Easter, too. But we go, you know, yeah, dignified and Christianity is Resurrection Sunday. And so I just pray that you guys have a blessed, favorable month. 
and um, that what you need will be provided unto you, that you have accountability, accountability, someone that you can call and talk to, somebody that's going to pull your coattail and say, nah, play it, uh-uh, it ain't worth it. You know, again, I get how we are living in a real temperamental time. I get it. But who, who, which one of us, how many of us are going to be able to keep our temper in the midst of it all? Imagine my face.